Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Smoke here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Wendy Pease, president of Rapport International. Wendy, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm happy to be here, Alex. Awesome. So first off, for our listeners who may not be familiar with your company, can you give a brief overview of Rapport International? Sure. Rapport International has been around for 35 years now, and we've always focused on providing high-quality written translation services, and spoken interpretation services in over 200 languages. All right, great. So, of course, as you know, exporting is crucial for many Wisconsin industries, particularly the agriculture and food production sector, including the state's uh, famous cheeses. Can you talk about the importance of translation and interpreter services in the context of global trade and exports? Sure. There is such a huge opportunity for companies to export um, products and services around the world. Companies that export have higher revenues, higher profits, they pay higher salaries, they're more stable, and they have higher growth rates. So across all the metrics, it makes sense to export. Now, a lot of U.S. companies think, well, you know, I manufacture this cheese, I've got enough of a market around here. Um, But you've got something that can be really special and desired in other markets. I mean, the one that I love to talk about is a um, barbecue sauce company. They are actually out of Atlanta and they were at a trade show. And one of the export representatives, which I'd love to talk about more in a moment, um, asked him, have you ever thought about exporting? And he's an entrepreneur. He said, sure. Yeah. And they said, well, we'd love to help you. What ends up over a couple of years, he did some trade shows. He got step grants to to attend these trade shows. He ended up signing $10 million in contracts in the Middle East for barbecue sauce. Because where he's based in Atlanta, there's a new barbecue sauce company on every street corner. But over there, it's a delicacy. So if you think about your cheeses from Wisconsin, I mean, you've got you've got a huge market out there where you're not competing with other people. Um, And one thing exporters often do is they think, well, I speak English, so I'm going to go to an English speaking country and they start off in the UK or Australia. Um, But that's where a lot of the other exporters do. So that's where we come in with high quality translation. We specialize in global marketing. We help you figure out how to position yourself on your website and then the supporting material, like if you have to list ingredients or anything like that. So when somebody reads your marketing message, they understand how you're different and they want it. So, you know, exporters, Wisconsin exporters, certainly think about it because it can make your business explode. Sure thing. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And um, I wanted to touch on something briefly that we were discussing a little before the podcast. You mentioned that Um, a $700,000 step grant has been awarded for Wisconsin companies. Can you talk a little more about um, the importance of that and the impact of uh, some of those funds? Yeah. It's a program called um, Step Grants where states can apply for monies uh, to be funded for them. 
And then the states can allocate the, the money out as grants, you know, free money for companies that want to export. So uh, Wisconsin got over $700,000 in step grants this year that they can award to small and mid-sized exporters. And if you go on to the website in wisconsin.com, and uh, that's the Wisconsin Economic Development site, you can find the information about it, or you can go to our website because we list the key, the, the key contact. Just go to report translations and search step grants and you can get the actual person that you'd reach out to. Um, but you can get up to $15,000 uh, to use in training and business ethics, cultural competency, uh, export compliance, uh, foreign language translation, marketing assessments, distributor searches, going on trade shows or conferences, um, or one-on-one -on -one country business meetings, among some other stuff. I'm just giving you the highlights there. So it's not only can you apply for free money, but the states through the Depart the federal um, government, Department of Commerce, they have international trade uh, representatives. And then you've got your state, state trade representatives that look like they're within Wisconsin economic development that are there to help you for free. They've got a ton of free consulting services and introduction services. So you don't have to be intimidated by exporting because you've got people that are right in your neighborhood willing to help. Um, and then the community is small. Like I belong to an organization called Soft Land Partners, where a bunch of people like me who provide one type of service are connected into all the other ones. So I've met you know, of course, there's the the lawyers and there's the import export people. There's also people in logistics. There's also um, fully landed cost providers. There's um, so there's all sorts of people that are out there that can connect you across the the network because um, exporting is such a huge potential for companies. Wow, absolutely, that is a super helpful overview, Wendy. I really appreciate that. And then I also wanted to ask. What sorts of trends are you seeing in your industry and international trade more broadly that members of the state's business community should be aware of? You know, a huge trend that I'm seeing is that the e-commerce companies, so the products um, that you are creating here in the United States can be found any place in the world. So e-commerce e e companies are skyrocketing up and they know that they can target their local market in their local language. But by adding a little bit more, um, they can really connect it. Somebody said it really good. Provide a better international experience for your customers. Um, I just loved how that was said, because if you take all that time to think about your target market and your messaging and your benefits and why you're different and you do it in one language, pop it up there in another language and increase the sales from there. Um, Amazon has all sorts of local fulfillment uh, capabilities that they can do. So that's another area to, to look into. Um, so that's one. I think the other trend that I'm very excited about is the whole cryptocurrency. I mean, it's still the Wild West right now, but to have a global currency where you're not dealing with um, the, the currency or exchange or wondering about that or um, having simpler ways to pay. I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, I don't know how many years it'll take to shake out and get some regulatory around it so people feel comfortable. But the opportunity that I see there is fantastic. Um, and then just the supports from the federal government and the state governments are fantastic. 
Um, and the reason they, they do that is because our balance of trade is so far off. We import so much more than we export. And rather than building walls and saying, you know, buy in America, let's get our companies to export because we've got the money coming back into the United States and it makes for a much stronger global world. So I see a rising under, so, you know, tying that back to trends, I see a rising understanding of the global uh, marketplace with millennials and younger people that are coming up because they've traveled more and they've been more exposed to international and global and languages um, that they're more accepting of, of even thinking about the globe rather than just their local neighborhood. Yeah, great. Well, really great insights to share there, Wendy. Thank you. And before we wrap up here, any final thoughts that you'd um, like to offer for our listeners? Yeah, I, um, if you're thinking about it and you really are kind of intrigued but don't know where to start, I wrote a book called The Language of Global Marketing. It's available on Amazon, but with hard copy, e-copy, and I actually did the voiceover, which was a scream, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> And it starts out on just explaining why the global marketplace is bigger, you know, or, or more accessible, how disposable income has risen around the world. And it takes you like through the general marketing um, concepts of inbound and how you can then apply them across different languages. And then not only for the marketing, but how do you get into the service? So, you know, if you're not ready to stick a big toe in and reach out to your local um, trade advisor, then certainly get the book and you can uh, read through that and get more ideas on how you'd move forward. Awesome. Sounds like a great read, Wendy. Thank you for uh, letting us know about that. And again, thanks for coming on the podcast, sharing your perspective. It's, it's great to speak with you. And if anybody has any questions or wants to know more, you can certainly go to my link tree, which has a free uh, chapter of the book. It has a link to the podcast website, tons of tons of resources for exporters or people that care about uh, translation interpretation. So are, are you familiar with Linktree, Alex? I'm not. Oh, it's awesome. Rather than saying this is my LinkedIn and my Twitter and my YouTube and my email and my website, it's one place. So it's L-I-N-K tr.ee slash Wendy Pease. Okay. And there you can go and find all my links. Um, and, and for anybody who's interested, go set up a link tree on your own. It's free, you know, to a certain extent to the level that I use it. Sure. Very interesting. That'll be something to, uh, I'll have to look into that for sure. Resource. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, thanks again, Wendy. All right. Thank you, Alex. Business, the podcast. Now, stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW Madison's in state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? and almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.